Welcome to Night Light. Step away from the mainstream and gather around as we enlighten the world and our realities and travel this cosmic journey we call life. Join us as we share with you and provide that beacon that can guide us all to a better way. Explore with us as we examine a metaphysical montage of spiritual insights covering everything from the mundane to the magical, UFOs to unicorns, and everything in between. This is a time of awakening, of sharing and evolving, of spreading our wings and soaring on the cosmic breath of creation. Come and join with other light-minded spirits as we weave our lights together to seek understanding, enlightenment, and with a little luck, some wisdom. This is Nightlight, a reminder that you are never alone. Welcome to Nightlight, everybody. First off, got to thank Ken Quietalk for that amazing intro. He and his wife can be found at nativestorytellers.com. And it's important for us to to remember how history used to be kept and, and passed on person to person, generation to generation. Uh, we used to talk a lot uh, uh, in our families before and the invention of those horrible things called radio and television and internet and cell phones and all of that. And in those times, we we talked, we shared family stories. I will admit that I learned my family history by being bored to death at the dinner table every Sunday. But but at least I have a history to pass on now to my grandchildren, and, and I plan on boring them to death at Sunday dinners at some point in time so that so that they knew know where the family came from and and the cute and amazing stories that, that are told in most families that will embarrass most people. But some, somehow you have to be able to pass them on. Somehow you have to be able to share the past with the present generations so that they can do the same Later on, native storytellers, um, they're, they're, they were very, very important parts of the tribe because they, they told the history of the tribe and the people. And, and it's, it's amazing to listen to some of the stories today because they have impact and they taught morals and they taught all sorts of amazing things on top of the fact that they were teaching the history of the tribe. So it's important to remember these things. Check it out. It, it will entertain, it will amaze, and, and it may even possibly educate you to a certain degree. Uh, that said, tonight is one of those evenings that I just absolutely love because Michelle Avanti is with us, and uh, I have, I always, it never, she never ceases to amaze me. I always learn something when she's on the show. Uh, I always have pen and paper here so that I can make sure that I write things down so that I remember them beyond the show. Uh, and always, 
there is there is a morsel here and a morsel there that 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 help to enrich what it is that I share with other people as well. So if you get a reading, fantastic. If you don't get a reading, again, wisdom and lessons um, are passed on through other people's um, information as well. So quite often uh, something that one person asks applies to so many others of us that haven't bothered to call in or or are listening in archive or whatever. So there's there's wisdom, there's information, there's teaching, there's insight, there's all sorts of wonderful stuff that you can gather from listening to a really good astrologer talk astrology talk and in between tell you what's going on in your life. But but it's it's kind of like the dinner table story, to be honest with you. The more I listen to Michelle, the more I hear things that I've heard before about retrogrades and quoncoxes and all of that stuff that you know, sooner or later, it makes great sense to me, and I actually understand what she's talking about. So it's 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 a foreign language, one that you know I'm I'm not as well trained in as I certainly would like to be, but it's one that she is fluent with, and she's such a joy to have on the the show with us the first Monday of every month. Welcome, Michelle. Glad you're here. No, I'm so glad to be here today. It's a new moon. We had a new moon today in Gemini, so whole new doorways open, beginnings uh, of communication or ideas or ideas involved with communication that uh, people will start experiencing. Unfortunately, some uh, who are in the earth and water signs might find some challenges from some communication coming in and maybe socializing that they do, but always remember to step into it. You know, and don't let your tongue fly before your brain is listened. <laughs> and, um, important. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, new moon in Gemini, so time to build on ideas you may have had in the past and time to move forward with social events that you may have thought about. This is the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's, you know, it, it's it's really... And those, while they seem like generalities, apply so specifically to people in their lives in different ways. So it is really important, you know, the element of communication. It takes on all forms. And Yeah, know, well, you know, it's all kinds of new ideas that can come in with Gemini Moon. Um, ideas, you know, that you hadn't thought about or that somebody mentioned before, and then all of a sudden you go, wow, I could take that to a new level. And that kind of thing is kind of cool. New moon. New moons are times where, you know, you dig a hole and you have more dirt than you had when you started. So it's cool. <laughs> Very cool. Well, we have some people that were here before I even tuned in to the show. So let's reward them for their patience and, and pull them on and start going here. Um, we've got Thanks. Laura here. Hi, Laura. You here? Laura? Huh. Maybe she, hello, Laura. Maybe she muted. (laughs) Laura, if you're on mute, we can't hear you. (laughs) Unbelievable. She was was here before I was. Okay, we'll put her back on hold, and we'll go to Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Hi, thank you very much. Wonderful to meet you, Wendy. What's your birthday? July the 6th. 
Uh, let's see. July 6, 1951. That's a 5-1, right? And what, what, yes, 5-1. And what time at night? Um, 8.45. 8.45 p.m. And where was where were you born? Oakland, California. Oakland. That is an amazing place, Oakland. So much intelligence there. It's all kind of like gathered together in one little spot. Okay, let's see. Let's see. What it looked like in 1951 was a whole different story than what it looks like now, huh? A lot less crowded. So what do you want us to focus on? I've got your chart up. Uh, i got a Capricorn rising, 18 degrees. So you've got Saturn going, just gone over that, and it's applying now. And that can make you feel, sometimes it makes you feel old, sometimes it makes you feel cold, and sometimes it makes you feel bold. <laughs> but it can, it's not the best time well, to feel outgoing. I, I it's am, challenging. I am currently employed, but I've not worked since May the 11th. Um, because I work in a call center and my hearing aid stopped working. I've kept in very close contact with my employer. And um, I I went to a, a wonderful new hearing aid place, and I'm going to ask them to submit a short-term disability claim to EDD because I, I can't work until my hearing aids are fixed. Uh, I hope yeah. they do this. Um, and another big change I have a new supervisor, her, and um, her name is uh, Christina with a K. And um, so, and then her assistant is Tracy, but she doesn't seem very nice. So I haven't heard from Christina. So I'm going to send her an email tomorrow just to touch base. And I also applied for a new job um, online. It's my second attempt to apply for this job online. It's a vision insurance company, and I have 15 years' experience from another vision insurance company. So uh, I just hope that I keep employed until I get a new job and keep working at least for another year. What do you see? Well, I will say this. Uh, right now, Mars uh, is on top of Uranus, your progress Uranus, and, on top, and it's applying to your son in the house of the workplace. And uh, Mars actually rules your career, so I'd say you have a good chance of getting success. Um, it may very well be success coming through uh, this Internet thing. It would not surprise me with Uranus being in the middle. Uh, let's just see if there's an activation of your Venus in any way, shape, or form. Uh, what is activating is your south node, so it could very well be uh, this Internet job since it connects with something from the past. Uh, the south node will bring in information from the past. Uh, it is challenging for you at this time. It is making a square to Jupiter. So uh, communication, that's the communication challenge of not having your hearing aid working. Um, but Mars will pass here pretty soon. And when it does, you probably are going to get that hearing aid uh, fixed up. It's probably going to come through for you. So that that's kind of good news. Uh, let me just see where the progressed Venus has gone off to. Oh, I see it. It's not helping any. So unless there's a midpoint there, which I'm not, uh, let's see, no, there wouldn't be. It would be too small. So, But uh, I, it looks good to me. It looks like the Internet job is something that may be coming through. Now, as for the person uh, right now who is your supervisor, uh, that's uh, part of this Saturn issue. 
and I don't have a whole lot going on uh, with Saturn that's really positive till it goes direct again, and then you're going to have a, an excellent connection. And uh, that is a little bit down the road. So let me just go forward a little because I'd like to tell you that, and that way you have that to look forward to. You do have um, uh, Pluto has been kind of messing with you, but Pluto, even in its retrograde, is actually making a trine to your sun. So uh, I believe that's going to open up some kind of door for you to transform perhaps the way that you are integrating money or sharing money or sharing taxes or insurance or the whole thing with your um, with your hearing aid. It's it's going to transform it and give you some kind of success. So I see that as very positive. Uh, Jupiter, I don't believe, is going to go direct for a few months. It's not really direct uh, to where it's taking any action until October. But once it does, then it really gets to where it wants to go. And at 18 degrees, when it hits 18 degrees again, you have a trine. And that's what, what it was probably under this trine that you uh, received that last job. Um, so here's the trine again, but this is a trine that will stick, okay? Uh, and that opens up December the 3rd. So, and it could be, you know, a week before, it could be a little bit later, but that's the zone. Uh, so there is a doorway where there's more opportunity. Um, that opportunity uh, also opens up doors for, um, could come through a, a relationship, could come through a partnership, could come through someone from the past that you had partnered with, which could be this other business uh, type. The, the, uh, but it could also be that you just get a really good uh, recommendation from someone uh, that you have worked for in the past and that doorway opens up for you to get more of what you want. So there's some good success coming. It's a little bit down the road, but uh, in the interim, it looks like you're going to get your hearing aid fixed, and it looks like you're going to uh, be either back at this job or it really looks like you're going to get the one on the Internet. So stick with it. You do have a doorway coming up. You know, Thank I'm, you. And I have two supervisors that will be references for me, and mm -hmm. um, so that's pretty strong. Um, but I applied for this company called Present last month, and I didn't hear anything. But this time I applied at their website, and mm -hmm. um, for goodness sakes, I have 15 years' experience, but we'll see. So I, it would be thrilling for them to hire me, and I'm sure I would be a benefit to them. Yeah. Well, this time, December 3rd, around that time, Mars is also hitting your midheaven, rules your midheaven. So it's really uh, a very active time for you. Uh, it sure looks like a doorway to me for you to be able to uh, get resources from the past or somehow is activating your career. So there is something coming up for you that's really good down the road, uh, more of what you really want from what I can tell. So. It's, it's more what I do want? Yeah, it's more of what you really want because the sun at that point in time is in your house of wishes and dreams, and uh, it is activating the south node again. Uh, it's challenging your south node, node but it's also uh, activating a real interesting point to, uh, to um, not your progressed sun. It's challenging your progressed sun. I thought I saw something. Oh, oh to Mars. 
it's activating your progressed Mars, and that's the key there because Mars rules your house of career. So that is a beautiful trine. You've got something coming up in December that is going to really get you more of what you want. And Everything comes to find a challenge. Sometimes it's just the challenge of letting go of something you have have been working with and recognizing that this is something more of what you want and taking the chance. That may very well be what this challenge is because I see some kind of challenge in it. And you said it'll be in the house of wishes and dreams? The sun, yes. What you really oh, want. That's is what it is. Okay. So the sun is wishes and dreams. No, the sun isn't. The house, the 11th house is. And the sun is traveling oh. through. The okay. And did you say this would be my last job? I did not say that, no. There is no way oh. I can identify a last of anything. I can identify points of transition. People ask me all the time, can you tell me when I'm going to die? No, I cannot. No astrologer can because yeah. we have points of transition. So, no, I can't say that this is your last job, but I'm going to say that this is a job that you have wanted and a job that will be aligned with what it is you have desired. Wonderful. And tomorrow I'm going to ask the hearing aid place to submit a form to the Employment Development Office so that I can collect short-term disability because I cannot do my job. I work in a call center without my hearing aids. I hope to God they do it. I'm sure they will. I don't doubt that they will. You know, you don't have anything horrible in this chart that says they will not do that. As a matter of fact, Saturn right now is making a trine. Uh, whoops, that's May. I need to go forward a month. Uh, we're in uh, June 3rd. <laughs> but Saturn still still is, actually, it's almost exact. It's almost an exact trine. It's at 1934 okay. retrograde. Your progressed sun is 1928. By tomorrow, it'll be almost on top of it. So you've got this magnificent trine opening up. And uh, that that gets you what you want. So go for it. This is... You know, coming through the 8th house, the 8th house is the house of insurance and taxes and mortgages and how we mesh our resources with others. And, and this sounds like it's an issue that involves insurance. So if it is, this indicates that you have had something in place and that you will be successful at getting the results. So, Thank God. Thank God. Well, thank you. And um, God bless you, and I love your show. It's wonderful. Thank you for calling, Thank you. Thank you, Barbara, because Barbara's the one who does it all. I I just show up. (laughs) (laughs) Well, without you, there's no show, so you're really, really (laughs) responsible for this. (laughs) Thanks for calling, Laura. Thank you you very much. Thanks for calling, Wendy. Yes. Certainly. Bye-bye now. Okay, let's try Laura again. Hi, Laura, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay. Oh, you're on you're on with Michelle. And what's yeah, your date of birth for? October first, sixty three. October one, nineteen sixty three. Okay, and the time you were born? One fourteen in the afternoon. Fourteen PM. And where were you born? Yeah, one fourteen. Uh, and where were you? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, PA. Okay, let's go take a look. And what did you want me to focus on? Um, 
Gosh, money, career, health. <laughs> okay, well, money and career, those are big things. Let's yeah. look at uh, your house of money and see what's happening there. Uh, you were born uh, with Capricorn on that house cusp and Saturn in that house, so you're a person who tends to be more cautious cautious with money. You don't just throw it away. And uh, at the same time, having Saturn in that house means you work pretty darn hard for your money. Uh, you also tend to save. So those are all good things. Uh, unfortunately, they're not – you weren't born with this wonderful statement that says, I'll have lots of money my whole life. I will never be short. Um, but nonetheless, it is what it is. Where Saturn is in the sky right now is not tremendously helpful to you. It causes a lot of friction, and so there may be a little bit of stress there. But you are born uh, with uh, Venus making a beautiful trine to that Saturn. And it's coming through the house that it rules, which is your house of career. So you're someone who has the skills and you have, um, I want to say, a, a position of authority uh, you could have in terms of uh, your abilities and the way you would make money. Now, all we need is a little activation of that, and we might be able to get you to somewhere where there would be an increase or a doorway for an increase. So let's just take a quick look. And uh, what's happened, uh, I don't know that anything happened today. The moon did activate, uh, but it wasn't close enough. It would have been a couple of days ago or early this morning, actually. The sun also is active, creating this lovely grand trine, but the sun is, moves too quickly for us to get a whole lot out of it right on the moment at that time. So let's see if anybody else is going to help you out in any way. Okay. Um, Jupiter's in retrograde. I don't know what if we've got to go forward and just see if we'll go all the way back. It, it's stations in late August, right around 14. So when it's stations, it starts to move forward. And by the time we get to the beginning of September, it is activating that Venus uh, and activating your Saturn. So there is definitely an opportunity for expanded income, expanded opportunity in terms of your career as well. So that looks very good. Now, what was the other thing you wanted to look at? Yeah, what did you say that was going to be in September? Uh, yeah, September, early September, late August. Well, I want to get a house, so it's all tied in around money. So I need the uh, money to get the down payment for the house. Yeah, so, well, let's see here. The moon rules your house of mortgages, and Mars rules your house of real property. So let's just see if we've got any activation of either the moon or... And what's interesting, uh, actually, September, okay, so so you have an eight-degree nadir. Um, that's the fourth house. So uh, your progressed moon right now is almost three degrees, and this is uh, June. So let's go July, August, September. That's three months, three and three is six. It's not right into that next house, uh, seven, eight, Nine. So uh, that I, we took it to September, right? October, November, December. December, uh, this moon moves into your fourth house. And when it moves into your fourth house, it will be really applying uh, 
and actually on top of your Jupiter, your progressed Jupiter. And actually, um, even two months before that, it will be applying to your progressed Jupiter. So you've got an opportunity here to expand everything. Let's see if we get an action with Mars as well. And Mars is at 13 degrees natally in Scorpio, which is not a lot of help. It actually uh, creates a certain amount of challenge. The progressed is 23 Sag, and what's interesting, if we take this ahead, I think we're going to see that you're going to get what you're looking for. So let me just move this ahead to... December, November, let me see. Here we go. Exactly. So November, the beginning of November, we talked about the beginning of uh, September, right? Well, when we come to the beginning of November, we've got all kinds of activity that's awesome. We've got Jupiter literally on top of your Mars, even at the uh, end of October, late October. And that conjunction says there is opportunity for you to expand your home or to get a home or a new home or the dream home or whatever you want to call it. It's like I can have what I want. I can have a home for me uh, is the statement. And the moon will also be applying to Jupiter. So you will most likely at that point in time uh, move into um, the opportunity for a house. So you may be buying it at that point. How that activates. So we need a, more activation here of the this house cusp. It's 23. It's an in-conjunct, so you're probably going to have to get some help getting the loan you want, or you're just going to have to, you might stress a little, but you're going to have to go through the effort of doing all the paperwork and finding the mortgage broker to get the home you want, or maybe just looking for the home that's... But I, I believe you're going to get through this. So I have other things here that seem to indicate that, and more than anything, the moon itself is indicating it, the progressed moon. And here the progressed moon in February of 2020 goes into the fourth house. And so it is conjunct Jupiter and in the fourth house. Uh, that's a strong indication at that point in time. Mars itself is on top of Mars, so you've got that going on, a statement of a move going on, a move into a house that you want. So I expect you'll most likely have a house at that point in time. We also have Jupiter making a sextile to natal Mars, and uh, we've got several statements going on. It's not without challenge, and the challenge looks like it's more about uh, prettying it up, making it pretty the way you want it because of the challenges with Venus. So it could be extra money to make it extra You know, just, just take it a step at a time. Don't freak out. Take it a step at a time. You know, when we moved into this house, we had to have a huge amount of money to sink into it, and we had to work really hard to get what we wanted. But, uh, you know, everybody does. It's it's worth the effort, though. But you're going to end up with a, a place probably around uh, – early February, the end of January. Great. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Hanging on and thank you for being there. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for calling, much. Laura. Bye-bye yeah, now. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay. Jeannie has been at work, and my switchboard is going crazy, so I'm going to try to take people in order. <clears throat> okay, we've got... 
Harriet. Is that is um oh, hello? Hi. Hello? Is it Marilyn? Marilyn. Oh, sorry. that's that's what Jeannie wrote. I I thought Jeannie mm-hmm. was going crazy on me. Hi, I know. I was joking air. with her <laughs> about it's not even Mercury retrograde because she had a difficulty spelling my first name, so I kind of joked about it, like pun intended joke. <laughs> yeah, no, Mercury's not retrograde yet. It's coming. It's not yet. <laughs> it's always coming. Coming or going <laughs> three times a year. So so now Hello, what is Michelle. your birthday? My birth date. My birth date is September first, nineteen seventy eight. Honolulu, Hawaii, 9.45 p.m. What a wonderful word. H-I. And uh, what time did you say? 9.45 p.m., did you say? Yes. 45 p.m. or a.m.? You said p.m., right? P.m. Mm-hmm. I got September 178, 9.45 p.m., Honolulu, Hawaii. Okie dokie. Let's go take a look. What do you want to take a look at? Well, I recently been working two jobs, though, and I like my second job much better than my first job. My second job is a human billboard, and uh, I'm sure Mark, who is a friend of um, mine on Facebook, um, <laughs> would mention now and then. But anyways, so I, I like that job more than my first job, which is a telephone interviewer at a call center. And mm-hmm. I'm just wondering, though, um, I, I, do you see me quitting my first job for my second job in the future? Because no, I, I certainly, I, I want to quit. I do want to quit. I mean, this is much better, much better pay, and I feel happy. I can tell you right now that it's not a matter of me seeing you doing it. I'm going to say what's happening in your chart is Pluto right now is retrograde. It will go direct, and when it goes direct, it's going to start applying to your midheaven. And when it does that, you're going to transform your job. So more than likely, uh, the from what you're saying, that sounds like that's what you're going to choose to do. Uh, mm-hmm. It won't go direct till October or the end of September. And as it does, it starts to apply. So let's just take a look at the when it goes direct to what, you know, is it is it something that at that moment in time you're going to make that change let's see what it does it's in this zone you have to give me a minute it takes me a little bit of moving this to get to where I want to go so um, October 3rd 2019 it stations direct and as it stations direct it's making a square to your progressed son in the house of the workplace so it's like you're being challenged will I do it or will I not you're the one challenging you. <laughs> the planet's mm-hmm. just speaking to it, and uh, and it's really up to you what you choose to do. I don't know why you wouldn't. I don't completely understand why you wouldn't. There is a sextile between uh, Pluto direct and your progressed Venus. Uh, Venus rules uh, you feeling that how you feel about yourself, how you look, how you like yourself. <laughs> Uh, and Venus is also um, hidden. It's a hidden ruler in the house of, uh, in the sixth house. So it's kind of interesting, even as I say it, having that as a hidden ruler 
it has to come through Virgo. So it's basically saying, do I really love myself enough to do something for myself, or do I really have to pay attention to every detail and do things the way that they're supposed to be done so I can justify everything? So that is the statement of your thought process by the way your chart is constructed. Uh, and I would highly recommend you do what is good for you and not have a need to justify it to anyone. So just think about what I've said because that's part of the way you've programmed this chart. It's a learning lesson for you. You put these steps in front of you to learn to take better care of yourself, to recognize that you are worthy of being paid more, and you are worthy of everything that you could possibly desire for yourself. Mm. Think about it. The way you've constructed this chart, you're telling me very clearly the reason I'm asking this question is because I don't always think I'm worthy. Mm, that's interesting. I do feel that way now and then on occasion. Yeah. Well, it's time for you. And, and of course, you're growing. You continue to, all of us, we continue to move forward in our states of consciousness. And so we we subconsciously have these experiences where we suddenly bring it to the forefront and we recognize, oh, wait, I need to do more of this. And so a little bit at a time you've been taking steps to actually take better care of yourself. And here you are asking me. You know, if I was your best friend and I didn't look at a chart at all, I'd say, what does your heart tell you? <laughs> and if your heart tells you, I like this better, I would say, I would encourage you to do what your heart is telling you because that is always what's best for you. You know, soul soul is passion. Your soul's passion is you. When you are in a passionate state, when any of us are doing what we are passionately excited about, we are lights that are so much brighter on the planet. Mm -hmm. And uh, do what you love and know you're going to do it better than anyone else because of how much you love it. And you will get paid. Always see yourself as money expanding because you are a light that expands. And the more that light expands, the more money expands to it, magnetizes. Mm -hmm. So think in those terms. Yes, I'd say definitely you should go for this. You know, and you may want to wait till October as all of this activates and Pluto does go direct and you feel more aligned to go for it. If you don't do it at that point in time, you may wait until Pluto really crosses over. The day will come when Pluto will cross your midheaven. And when it does, uh, when it crosses any of our midheavens, (laughs) we usually make a huge transformation in our lives. And the transformation is our career. Mm -hmm. And uh, it goes over it in 2023. So it's not tomorrow. But when it does, we transform our careers. Some people retire when it goes over it. You're, I don't think you're old enough to retire. No. But maybe you are because I have <laughs> no yet. idea about age. Uh, but uh, that is, uh, just happens to be something that you, I will notice where people do sometimes retire. On the other hand, people uh, transform their career, and they just do more of what they want Pluto in your chart rules your seventh house, which is the house of partnerships and it's the house of marriage. It's the house of uh, uh, really having a connection, strong connection with another being, another person. And uh, and to have Pluto being the ruler of that and traveling into your tenth house, you might find that you uh, start to recognize that you have the ability to partner with someone 
in a way that might uh, exponentially change your income, exponentially change your career. And when I look at this, that 27-degree mark, uh, it makes a perfect trine to your north node. And the north node always tells us, what is it that I came here in this lifetime to achieve as soul? So here you have the trine, Pluto going into the 10th house. The transformation you're going to make is you're going to point yourself towards what it is you as soul said I would do in this lifetime. And your north node is in Virgo. It's in the fifth house. Uh, You have the sun in that house, the moon in that house, Saturn in that house, all in Virgo. But the Virgo is coming through Leo. So Virgo is all about service. It's also about health. And coming through Leo can be service of in health for children or can have to do with entertaining in some way that serves health can be that too uh, you know i mean i joke about uh-huh. this i did a in what three weeks ago uh at the uuu station uh-huh. and and one of the key elements to healing anything is laughter so you know when i see this combination you could be a jester uh they're actually having people be jesters at children's hospitals uh, whatever it is that you end up doing, it's going to be something that you love. Mm, connection with children, because I am doing a human billboard for a, a kids' club. A kids' playground, that's interesting. <laughs> this combination tells me, one, you've got your sun and moon there. That is a fabulous and powerful statement. When we put the sun and the moon together, it says our ego and our desires are aligned. And you have them aligned in Virgo. Virgo is fantastic with details. They're the engineers of the planet, okay? <laughs> they engineer everything, whether it is uh, a formula that is a flower remedy or it is uh, a bridge, they are engineers, okay? Because their ability to identify detail is so incredible. And then you have it where it has to speak through Leo, it can't just do it on its own. It's not going to be that critical Virgo at all. Instead, it has to come through Leo, which means it brings out laughter and entertainment, and children love it, and that whole experience of joy and fun and play has to be part of it. So, you know, when you think about, uh, what is the name? Maybe Barbara will remember it. The name of the wonderful group that's up in England that does flower essences, and they have a whole community there, and Findhorn. they work with fairies. It's, it's what uh, is it? Finhorn. Um, it's in Scotland. Finhorn. It's in Scotland. I take it back. So mm-hmm. that's that's a perfect example of this this combination. Finhorn. Perfect example of having all of this energy in Virgo coming through Leo. So uh, if you're not familiar with Finhorn, go look it up. It's a fascinating community. Okay. Is that two words or one word, Finhorn? I think it's two words, isn't it? One word. I, one word. One word? One word? Okay. Yeah. No, I'm sure if you put in, it'll come up anyway. They've been yeah, around do look forever. in Scotland because it's not in England. But other than that, part yeah, of the UK, though, huh? right? Yes. <laughs> That's a stretch, but Yes. <laughs> All right. Interesting. I'll get some kind of credit here. <laughs> yeah, we we we've got to move on. So thanks yeah. so much for calling. Well, thank yeah. you so much. You take care. You're so welcome. Thank you, Michelle. You bet. And Barbara, thank you. Bye bye. Uh huh. Bye bye. Okay. I there there are other people waiting, but I have. <laughs> 
I have two questions here that I really that have been bugging me. So, and they're oh. not about my chart or anything like that. I have two questions. Okay. When someone has a near-death experience and they have experienced death, and mm-hmm. they're brought back, mm-hmm. does that change their chart? And do they have another birth date because they they died and they came back? No, not at all. And that's the same for people who are walk-ins, although there are many people who are walk-ins who I have worked with who say, no, I want you to look at my walk-in chart. And I look yeah. at both of them. But they speak, no, that was, they that, speak that to That was the, my other question. <laughs> yeah, they speak to the same, the same thing. Uh, you can, if you wanted to, you could create a new chart. If you want to believe that that is your chart, you have the right to do that. But uh, in reality, it's a transition point. And those transitions show up in the chart. It's a huge Pluto transition point. And, uh, you know, I have clients, I have one client in particular who, uh, the way his chart is designed, he's had so many of these that it's crazy. It's like he has a fixed star that connects to this transition point that every time there's an activation, it's possible for him to actually have a new life. He transforms every time. And this is a person who has had a death experience. I want to say death experience, not just near death, but he was in a morgue at one time. And uh, they got him back out of the morgue. That's how far into death he went. Okay. Okay. So uh, thank you. You cleared that up. I feel much better now. Um, Okay. (laughs) We've we've got Anne here on the phone. Hi, Anne. Are you there? Anne. Yes, I'm here. Yes. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Barbara. How are you? Hi. We're Hi. Good. We're good. So, what's your date of birth, Anne? Uh, June 16th, 1952. And happy birthday. It's coming up right around the corner. Thank you. Thank you. And I've spoken to you before on Barbara's show. Um, oh, and then you? I was born, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, 6.44 a.m., and location? Tarrytown, T-A-R-R-Y-T-O-W-N, New York. Yep, I know Westchester County. Yes. Yeah, I know it is. Tarrytown. All righty, that's exciting. That's I always thought of Tarrytown, such a lovely place. Yes, it is, yes. And a Do new bridge, live? too. Do you still live there by any chance? No, no, I live in Virginia. Okay, that's also beautiful. Okay, so the new, isn't that the new? Wait, wait, wait! Is that the new Tappan Zee Bridge? Yes, the new yeah. Tappan Zee. Yeah, it's called the Mario Cuomo Bridge. So we. Oh, that's it, not what we want to will, call it, though. We want to keep it the Tappan Zee. <laughs> it will. They changed it to Mario Cuomo Bridge. bridge. <laughs> I didn't know yes, that. Yes, it will always be. I yeah, to me, it'll always be Tappan Zee Bridge. That's yeah. Older people. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> what do you want to focus on? <laughs> well, um, I, I'm wondering if, uh, because I'm rising cancer and uh-huh. um, opposite is Pluto and um, Saturn and Capricorn. And I'm wondering here with, I just keep thinking about karma so much in my life and how um, be, being the, youngest in the family, being born later in life, that I've, I've carried a lot of heaviness over the years. I can't, it's hard to describe mm-hmm. the heaviness. And I'm just mm-hmm. wondering 
if that karma that I'm carrying, again, I, I'm not sure, I'm pretty sure it's family karma, whether I'm going to be carrying that heaviness um, throughout my life. Um, does that make sense at all? It, it makes a lot of sense, and, and I am sorry that you uh, continue to allow that to be so intense. But let me explain some of the reasons why, and it's not just the transit Yes, the transit is intensifying some of it. Uh, Saturn and Pluto are not opposing your ascendant. They've already done that. They're way past it. Your ascendant is only 12 degrees, and Saturn and Pluto, Saturn's at 1934, and Pluto is at 22. And even though they are retrograde, they are still a long way from your ascendant or descendant. So not to concern yourself with that. But what they are going to move into activating uh, as they continue to move forward, is uh, the sun, your sun is 25 Gemini and your Venus is 22 Gemini. And as they move forward, there is a quincunx action. And, and you've heard me say quincunx. It's a 150-degree um, aspect, okay, that will yeah. activate. And that is where the biggest challenge is. And this is what you have to clear out while Pluto comes through here. It will only do this once in your lifetime. It can't do it again unless you live to be like 300 years old. So, of course, you could do that if you want to, um, as you wish. Okay. At any rate, Pluto <laughs> Pluto in that quincunx causes a certain amount of stress where you go back and forth and you'll be – thinking about your father and you'll be thinking about uh, loving your father. You'll be thinking about how you felt less than because of your father. There are all kinds of statements there that are coming out of past life experiences as well as experiences that may have uh, been reflections of past life as a result of your father in this lifetime. Okay? And that quincunx action is to help you bring these things to the surface so you can bless them, forgive, and release. Uh, and you've probably heard me say this a gazillion times on this show, shame, blame, guilt. These are things that we all need to free ourselves from. And the way we do this is by looking at them and loving that part of ourselves, releasing it, blessing it, loving it, being grateful, and moving on. There is never a reason for you to feel shame, blame, or guilt. You are a divine being. You've created experiences so you could learn greater compassion Compassion for yourself is number one. You need to learn that. And when we're born, as you were, with the sun in the 12th house and Venus in the 12th house, we have a sense of martyrdom. We feel like we are not getting everything we deserve. We feel less than because the 12th house is the closet, and every issue of karma comes to the surface through the planets that are aggregated in this house. And when you put the sun, which is one of the most powerful and most buoyant and most joyful parts of our ego, that part of us that's supposed to feel good about who we are, and you have it in Gemini, which is a very agile and fun kind of um, mental uh, gymnast uh, in Mm -hmm. this house, it kind of quiets it all down and kind of crushes it at times. So uh, you need to reflect on that and say, you know what? As Pluto is making this action, and it is, it's not right now because it's in retrograde, but it is making this action because it is at the 22-degree mark. And it's making that action in terms of uh, the fifth house because uh, Venus rules the fifth house. It's making that action in terms of the seventh house because Pluto's in the seventh house. And uh, those two houses 
uh, they're the house of children. They're the house of love, falling in love. They're the house of marriage. They're the house of partnership. So all of the issues that are connected there, you are stressing over and you go back and forth with, especially as it relates to feeling less than with your father or feeling that your father maybe spoke over you or spoke beyond you or did not give you the complete, um, I want to say, uh, all-around push that he could have given you if he looked at you not just as uh, from perhaps a past life connection being female, but rather as a whole being. Um, You need to see yourself as capable of everything and loving yourself for all of that instead of just allowing the sabotage elements that can come through the martyrdom issues of this house to roll around in your brain and make you less than. So you're not surprised that I've had these feelings for a while. Yeah. Oh, not at all. But, you know, you yeah. have to work on that and let them go. You don't need to keep yeah. them, and you don't need to say, well, I'm carrying this karma. You need to say, I now release this karma. Whatever it was, it's time. I want to go beyond this. I want to be that buoyant person. And where is your progressed sun? Look at your progressed sun, 29 degrees of Leo, okay? In a year, it will be in the next sign, which is in Virgo. And you may become even more detail-oriented when it does in the third house, thinking of all the details. Fine. Take the time to write them down. And laugh at yourself. You have Leo on this house cusp. This is the house of your mind, your thoughts, the way you think. And even though you do have some progressed planets in Virgo here, Venus and the moon, and soon to be the sun, Uh, you may think in terms of the details, but you have the ability to twist them into something funny. Laugh at yourself. Laugh at the experiences. That's basically what your chart is telling you. It's time to go beyond where you've been. Got it. Got it. Well, it's never too late, right? Thank you. Oh, no. As long as you're breathing, and even after you're not breathing, (laughs) it's still not too late. (laughs) You've got another option any time you want to take it. You don't run out of no, options. No, no but conscious. I guess I must have called for that reason. I mean, if Pluto is, I mean, Pluto's where it is because it's supposed to be at this time, you know, yes. I guess this is supposed to happen. Yeah. It's and, never too you know, late, you know, so. Jupiter's at the opposite end of uh, the Sun-Venus experience. And uh, when Jupiter goes direct, it's going to uh, help you expand through learning uh, it will give you more of a balancing act uh, to work with. But it's, it will call to you to expand the way that you see everything, expand your ability through service. And sometimes service can be the ultimate way of you realizing, you know what, I have it better than I thought. I remember years ago, and I probably told this story before on this show, I never know what I say, so if, I hope I don't bore anyone. <laughs> But years ago, when I was feeling sorry for myself, the spiritual beings gave me a nice shove. Uh, my sister called, and it was a Saturday, and she said, and my sister was an executive director for a handicapped group, a uh, mentally uh, handicapped group of mm-hmm. young people. She called, and she says, you know, the person is supposed to drive the bus is in here. Can you come drive the bus for me? And I said, sure, I'll be happy to. And I got there, and I remember sitting there, as the kids got on the bus, and I looked at every one of them, and I thought, wow, look at these smiles. Look at these amazing children, every one of them with a huge smile on their face. 
and they will never get on a plane by themselves. They will never be able to get married probably or own their own home or drive their own car or travel wherever they want to. They will never have that freedom, and yet look at them. What is wrong with me? That's what I thought to myself. (laughs) All right, slap yourself in the face and go on, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, you, Michelle. I appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome, sweetie. Big hugs to you. Thank you. It's a good birthday gift. Thank you. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. You have a good night. Okay. You didn't tell her to put her big girl panties on, did you? No, that's your line. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I've, I've never used that line. It's only yours, Barbara. All yours. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, well, it's one of the many. Okay, we've got Maddie here. Hi, Maddie. Hello, Maddie. Well, I know she wanted a reading. All right. Maddie, I'm so sorry. No, we haven't lost her. She's still here. It's just that she's not there. This is probably when she decided to go to the bathroom or to get a drink of water, just in case. All right. We've got uh, Tanika here. Hi, Tanika. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. 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 What's your date of birth, Tanika? September the 3rd, 1978. September 3rd, 1978. Time of birth? I've always been told that it was in the morning, like around 7 or 7.30, like in a 7 a.m. hour, but I don't know the exact time. Okay, so we'll 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 try to get close, and hopefully uh, my timing might be off when I speak to you about timing. So just kind of bear with that, because if we don't have the exact time of birth, the timing that I might give you may be off a little. Okay. Okay. Uh, where were you born? Kingston, Jamaica. Kingston. God, that's got to be a beautiful place. Yeah. I've never been, but I love the accent. Why don't you have the accent? I love that accent. When I'm around my family, I think I have it more. Yeah, we all do, don't we? I have mine more when I'm around my family, too. But I don't have a great accent. I have a New York accent. We could live without that one. <laughs> anyway. Okay, so where do you want me to focus? yourself. I'd like for you to focus on love and and. Um, my life changing, maybe coming up. There's someone that I have feelings for right now, but I'm not sure if he's ever going to let me in. But mm. I just love is always on my mind, and then also, of course, career in my life because there's a lot of things that haven't started yet for me that I, I really want still. No, I feel like a late boomer. Oh, that's okay. Don't worry. We, you know, I I'm, I consider myself the slowest person on the planet. And, you know, I am the molasses going uphill. But I get there. <laughs> so right. your progressive moon is at 24 Pisces, and it's in your seventh house. So you've had a lot of desire to kind of have a relationship that will work into a marriage for quite a while now. It's been uh, about 10 months that you have been really feeling uh, strong about that. Well, the interesting statement right now is that in another month's time, you will have what we call two degrees applying to the south node and when your moon goes to 25 degrees. And as you go from that one month from now, so that would be July, so July and August 
is a period of time where you very possibly will find yourself, actually even, yeah, next month is July. Okay, I'm good. You could even have it as we come to the end of this month where you may connect with someone from the past, and this could be someone from a past life. If you haven't already experienced that with this person that you're hoping will open up, there may be someone else coming in. So I would say be on the outlook for it. On the other hand, it could be that this person that you're with will be the one who opens up at that point and realizes that you're someone he has trusted in a past life and that he can trust you now. Uh, that is also possible. I want to see if anybody else is going to be helping you out with this experience. You have a quincunx action, which is challenging, from Venus natally. And uh, that has to do with what do you value, and the question you have to ask yourself is what is really important to you. So you want to take the time, if you haven't already done it, to sit down and make yourself a list of the things that are really important to you. What do you value? And I can tell you from what I'm looking just at this chart, uh, you do value relationships. You value the ability to communicate. You value the ability to uh, have a sensual connection with another person. And uh, you value the ability to see things from another perspective. So there are, there are key elements in these statements. Uh, you are certainly someone who should not have a problem attracting someone. You have Venus and Mars not terribly far apart in your chart, and uh, the progressed are even closer together. So you will attract people. The question is, will you attract them based on the values you have set for yourself that you really want? So you're the one who tells the universe by saying to yourself what it is that you are worthy of. What happens in life? is we tend to be beat down because of a variety of things. You, too, like the last woman that I just spoke with, have the Sun and Saturn together in the 12th house. You also have Mercury there. But the Sun and Saturn make things heavy. Um, instead of having a buoyant uh, Sun, you have Saturn on top of your Sun. And Saturn tends to cool things down and it tends to... Uh, create responsibilities, and you may have become a very responsible person because of your father, and that heavy weight of that responsibility re that comes as a result of that uh, may be something that uh, causes you to sabotage your own relationships. So think about what I'm saying. There's some value in there. I may have not construed it exactly right, but if you think about it, you'll figure it out. And that can cause you to feel less thin. You need to switch that around, okay? Whatever your dad put on you, you can just throw it off. <laughs> He's only your dad biologically. Your real dad is creator. So, uh, And creator only sees you as magnificent in every way. So uh, try to take creator's viewpoint and, uh, and see yourself in that beauty that you really are. And... Um, so, and don't take yourself apart. That sun in Virgo can be very good at doing that. But the good news, of course, is you have that Mercury in Leo. It, it has to work its little butt off to kind of get through. But it's a 22 degrees, which is a master number, and it indicates to me that you have an incredible sense of humor. Allow yourself to use that when you think about yourself. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
Now that I've said all of those things, what was I looking for to begin with? Let's see here. So we have the moon on top of the south node coming up and the progressed moon. So that is a doorway or an opportunity of some kind that can manifest. So the key is to be ready for it. And uh, let's see if there's anything else I can add to that. Okay, Saturn right now is traveling through your fifth house. Pluto is traveling through your fifth house. The good news about Pluto traveling through the fifth house is by the time it gets out of this house, you will have transformed the way that you look at love completely. So it is not going to be stationary. Saturn in this house can put a little bit of hard work into your relationships in terms of you socializing. It's almost like it's work to get out and socialize. Uh, and and you just have to kind of say, no, it, it, the work is done and go out and find the joy and let your Mercury take over. So you're going to have to kind of work with it. I wish I had more time to talk to you about all of this. I I know I'm limited, but I will add one more thing. Neptune is in the seventh house right now, and as it continues through this house for you, and it will be there for a while, you know, we're looking at like seven years or whatever, and uh, we tend to see life through, it gives us a little more, uh, pink rosy glasses so we can see relationships with a more beautiful eye. Allow yourself to use that. And I want you to use it when you look in the mirror, okay? <laughs> Not mm-hmm. just at other people. Use it and, and do definitely sit down and write out the list of what you want to manifest. Make sure the words honest and respect, honorable, are in there, okay? You mm-hmm. want a man who wants for you what you desire, and you want a man who has the same moral consciousness and more moral compass that you have. It's very important. I really wish I could give you his birthday so that you could tell me he's like that. Cause it's like, I, I wish we had time. Him. Yeah, I wish we had well, time, but we don't. I will say one thing to everyone on this phone, okay, everyone on this call who hears it now or later. If you have someone in your life you're thinking about having a relationship with, please go online, run their chart, and look at their Mercury and Neptune and see how they interface. If their Mercury is within a a square, which means 45 degrees from their Neptune, they are challenged in terms of honesty. So you want to be careful of that. There are things to look at. I should really put that on my blog page so you guys could find it and understand it better. Maybe I'll do that here before long because I would like – that's the first thing I do when I do synastry for anyone. I look, number one, is this other person honest, whether it's a partnership or or a child or or a, a marital possibility, and then after I look at that, I look to see, are they physically violent? I look at those two things. I want to make sure to get them out of the way before I tell you anything else. Because as I say to my students in class, you could find yourself magnetically attracted to a serial killer. People do. <laughs> but we don't want to, Okay. I don't think that's wise. So that's the first thing I do is look, and hopefully I don't find any of that. So how can I, mean, I obviously, speak? How can I speak with you off the air or anything so I can give you his birthday? I know it and everything, so I can like let you take well, a look at both of us. Off, 
off the air, I actually do charge people to take the time to talk to them. The only time I do stuff for free is here. So, but if can I you decide you for consultation, uh, we can always do that. Uh, my fee is 188 an hour. So, but you can go to my website and uh, and connect or astrology and more at Gmail is my email. And you can always send me that. I'm also on Facebook. Just make sure you spell my first name with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, A as an apple, V as in Vincent, A as an apple, N as in no T as in Tom, I. Can I give you his birthday? No, we don't have time for that. Got it. We continue, so. Thanks for calling, Tamika. Yeah, Tamika, next month and you want to get on, you can just give us his birthday next month. All right. Yeah. Hopefully you will be Yep. Take care and you have a good night. Thank you. Okie dokie. Let's see if I can find the next person. (laughs) Okay. John, is that you? Yes. Yes. Ah, Yes. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. What's your date of birth? 3-3-1994. March 3rd, 19... Did you say 94? Oh, my goodness. That's my birthday, except for several decades, yes. (laughs) I was going to say, really, Barbara? (laughs) I said except for several decades. (laughs) I got it. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was just... Um, what time were you born? <laughs> the time? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have the birth certificate in my car. I think it was like in the morning time. Morning but, uh, is how early? Like 6 a.m. or 4 a.m.? Or what are you thinking? Um, I think it's like says in like it's Seven o'clock. I can actually run to my car right now. I want to. I think it's like at seven o three. Okay, um, seven o'clock. That's enough. That'll work. Where were you born? Uh, Rockdale Medical Center. I didn't understand you. Rockdale Medical Center, Rockdale County. What's it? Rockdale. W a t t v i l e. Rockdale. And where? What state is that in? Uh, Georgia. Georgia. Let's see if it, what comes up because I'm obviously I'm not understanding how you're spelling that. I don't have uh, anything spelled like I am spelling it. So I am obviously uh, is it W A K I N? Yeah, it's like outside of um, Atlanta. It's like close to like Conyers area. Oh, honey, I can't see a map. I can only see latitude and longitude. Is it W-A-T-K-I-N? Is that how you spell it? No. What, the the name of the hospital? No, no. The the name of the city. The name of the city is C-O-V-I-N-G-H-T-O-N, Covington. Oh, okay. That's what I need. Covington. That's a horse of a different color. That's a horse (laughs) that my... Fine, with no problem. Okay, and good. The, now we're in the and right the place. the time that I was born, the time that I, exact time I was born is at 6.18 a.m. Oh, it's different then. Hang on. 
we're going to edit that real quick just so that we get the right thing. 6.18 a.m. Yeah, because that really does make a difference. Uh, anything less than four minutes is not a problem, but anything over four minutes makes things change. Okay. okay. So take a look at that. And what did we want to look at? What were you wanting me to focus on? Um, more of my uh, career in love life. Like, do you see my financial situation picking up a little better? Because I just started this new job around January, but it's like a 12 hours. And it's really hard. It's so hard to just do sometimes. Like, um, so do you see me? Because I'm really trying to purchase a home. But this job is, like, stressing me out. I can't even... I can't even save at this job. I don't know. And in my love life, I'm single. You know, I don't really have no one, but I have a friend right now, but it's nothing serious because I'm sorry to even say he has someone. So I'm just, you know, stuck in hard places right now. Well, let's see here. You've thrown a whole, uh, you've thrown the entire chart at me, so I'm going to have to just go somewhere. <laughs> uh, you know, I can't answer all of that. That's possible. But if we had an hour, but not for in ten minutes. So, uh, income has to do with Mars in your chart. So let's take a look and see what we have working with Mars. Uh, career has to do with Jupiter, and I see that natally you have a connection between the Sun and Jupiter. So I don't do not believe you're a person who can't achieve. You can achieve, just the opposite. And you should have success in your in, in your endeavors. Uh, are you living still where you were born, or are you living further east or west? Yes, I'm still kind of where I'm born. Yes. Huh? Yes. All right. Well, I can tell you, going a little bit more a little west will be helpful to you, but. Um, I'm just going to tell you that if you ever think about moving or you're looking for a house, look west. Don't look east. And and it doesn't have to be that far, but west is better for you. Um, so uh, Jupiter, um, sun to Jupiter is good in your chart natally, as long as you don't have anybody hard working. Right now, uh, Mars is activating that, so you do have a job, and there could be a possibility if you look for another job that within a few days you could still this trying will continue to be active, and you have the possibility of opening a doorway for still something else. So I would look if I were you. Um, yes, I actually applied for something, and um, it keeps staying in process, but it hasn't, like, went through yet, and it's been, like, a whole month now. Well, this is the time where it could come through, so uh, don't give up on it. Uh, Mars has a wonderful option here. It's it's actually activated a grand trine for you. There are things. Uh, Pluto is on top of your Neptune. Uh, Neptune really doesn't have any rulership uh, in your career house, but uh, it doesn't really have a whole lot of rulership in your chart because it's hidden. It's a hidden ruler in the first. But Pluto on top of it can bring to the surface things that you really want or desire, and so that's probably what's happening with you right now. You're, you're thinking about the things that you really want that you don't have, and, and that's good because if we don't think about them, we're not going to get them. And there is a challenge between that Neptune and your progressed moon. Pro progressed moon right now is in the house of mortgages, and uh, as it continues to move forward, 
it's going to give you a better chance of getting the mortgage you're looking for so you can get a house. It's not okay. quite in position yet. It's in a place where it's been in a, a stressful activity. But this next month, it will move into a position where there is a trying action taking place, and it'll be pretty much clear of all the things that have been stressful. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a little bit of stress with the moon in the ninth, natally. Now, let's see if I can tell you. Um, it's long ways to get to that next space. But... I will tell you this, okay, so let me just move forward. It's 25 degrees now, three in, it's almost 26 degrees now. So in four months, it will go to zero. In 14 months, in 13 months, it will go, well, no, it has to be 14 because by then it will be more than that. So 14 and three is 17. 17 months from now to 18 months from now, you will have that home you're looking for actual mortgage that I was trying to, you know, work toward? Yes. You will have what you want. You will have the home you're looking for in about whatever I said, four and whatever I said, four and 14, 18 months, in 18 months. And it could be two months before that. But uh, at that point in time, you have a doorway that just plain opens up for you to have success with that. Uh, Venus at that point in time, let me see where Venus is. Is 24 progressed, and right now, see, that's a struggle right now, and that's not going to work for you. But natally, it's 23 Pisces, so yes, 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 yes. Uh, I see this is happening. It will happen somewhere between that 18-month point and, let's see, it's uh, 18 takes it to 14, uh, another 6. We'll take it to 22. So it's in that time frame between 18 months and 22. Um, 18 months and 20. Yes, 18 months and 22 months. That house should be yours. So it may be a long closing, but you should move. Point. So that's that's pretty exciting uh, to see that activity. Uh, how often to give you an understanding of how often the moon would be in such a position for you? is very, very long zone. It's like between 28 and 30 years. Wow. So it won't be in that zone again for quite a while. Wow. And during that period, there will be other planets that will be active. And I, to go forward, um, I could go forward and look, but I know that's that's such a strong combination that I can't see you missing it. It's not going to happen that you'll miss. So You've you got to try and... Sorry? So you do see my financial um, situation picking up better before the 18th. Yeah, and that's all. I mean, when when that moon gets to that point, uh, and I said, how many months did I tell you? I'm going to go. Yeah, so here, here, June 3rd of 2020, okay, that's a year from now, right? 12 months from now? At that point Mm -hmm. in time, the progressive moon is making a trying to your sun, so there is a possibility that at that point in time you could become engaged and you might be on your way to a marriage a few months later. Oh, wow, around June 2020? Yep. And that's a pretty exciting statement. Wow. These so I'll be around very often. And 30 years for this to come back around. It's a long time. 
So that's a very powerful statement that's coming, and that statement continues uh, from uh, it's actually active. Let's see, that's a two-degree sh- space, and some people can activate it further than t- two degrees. And if so, you could take it back another uh, two months, could be even two months sooner than that. So what is that, April? Yes, April. So I would start seeing what's happening April of 2020. But that just moves forward and it moves into a position where there is also a home involved. So uh, you've got that coming up, and it looks very good to me. It's going to increase money, and there's also a statement hidden in this that it's possible that you could work out of your home. So I don't know what you're doing uh, at this point in time, but there is also the possibility that you would work out of your home. Your career could shift to working out of your home at that point. Wow. Oh, wow. And, you know, I was telling my mom, and I went through school with cosmetology, and I was telling my mom, like, hey, I want to, you know, do pedicures. I want to just start just doing this stuff and just be mobile. And I just keep stressing to her, like, you know, if I get my house, I want to decorate my room into, like, a salon. So I have yeah. been telling her that. Well, I think you're going to do that. Uh, this looks very, very, very much like you are doing that. So that's pretty and I exciting. Will be married with some, I will be married with someone. It looks like there's a marriage here. This looks like an engagement that leads to a marriage because when Jupiter finally conjoins the progressed Jupiter, uh, Jupiter is in the ninth house of legal legal actions. Okay, and making the trine to the sun, the sun is marriage. It rules your house of marriage. So it's really about you. All of this is pointing at me, 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 which is very exciting. Very exciting. Marriage is nearly always a bride, so it's not surprising. <laughs> and now um, I will be meeting this guy like around this year or around like the end of the year, next year. Oh. I haven't really looked at that so much, and I don't know how our time is, so I wanted to be careful. Um, yeah, we're, if short. I bring it back. we're short. We're <laughs> short. Uh, so. But, you know, you can look forward to this, and, and that person may show up. Uh, I, as long as Uranus is not involved, uh, they could show up any time. I mean, I don't I don't know. Where are we in time? I went back too far. Here we are, 2019. And just uh, the moon rules falling in love for you, and so uh, the progressed moon right now is not in a good position. It wasn't in a good position. It's moving forward, though. And uh, let's see. It's it's not, I mean, when it gets to the next sign, uh, and it's at five degrees of the next sign, so that's, let's say, that's ten, 10 months away. In 10 months, I'd say definitely. Okay. Wow. Okay. Wow, thank you. You're Thanks welcome. And be positive. You know, make your list and make sure it sounds like you know already what you want to manifest. So go for it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. Bye bye now. Care. Good night. Bye bye. Okay, I've gotten a couple of calls here. Not calls, but a couple of notes. What was it mm-hmm. exactly? When looking at a person you're thinking to date, you run their mm-hmm. chart, and what do you look for? To make sure they're not a liar. You look to see what the aspect is between Mercury and Neptune. Hard okay. aspects 
in Mercury and Neptune can indicate someone who lies. Now, and what would a hard aspect in and I, be? I mean, what would a hard aspect be? Yeah. 45 degrees, uh, a square, 45 degrees is a hard aspect. And uh, a quincunx would also be one to look at 150 degrees, and sometimes the opposition as well. But the real one, more than anything, is the square, and that is within a two-degree spread, not wide, so two degrees. So, for example, if a person has uh, their mercury at 25 degrees of, let's say, Libra, and their Neptune is at 25 degrees of uh, Leo, that would be a square, okay? Okay. And that square would be viable within two degrees either way. So it would means uh, 23 degrees to 27 degrees, either of them, okay? Okay. Good thing so to know. You and, of course, where it lands in the house and how other planets are interfacing with it tells the rest of the story. Uh, it can tell uh, if a person becomes violent uh, wh- when they get angry or if they just uh-huh. get angry and just spew words or uh, if they lie and uh, under pressure or if they lie as a result of uh, feeling bad about themselves. There can be all kinds of reasons why people lie. We all probably lie at some point in some way, but the key is under hard aspect, the person usually tends to be a liar. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. Everybody, I hope it does. Yeah, I had three people, you know, send me emails and, you know, tell her to explain this a little more. This this will do it. And I even wrote it down. Okay, yeah, we've got I, Donna here. we we got to keep going. <laughs> okay. Okay. Hi, Donna. You're there? You there? Hello, Barbara. I'm here. How are you? Yay. Hi, Michelle. Hi. Hi. <laughs> When's your birthday, so Donna? Um, April 22nd, 1954. April 22nd, 1954. You just had a birthday not long ago. Happy yeah. birthday to you. And what time were you born, born Donna? Um, uh, 2.50 p.m. in Long, Flushing, Long Island. In Flushing. Oh, and I have to put New York. I put down Long Island. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> computer doesn't do Long Island. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I, I mean, I, I think of Flushing and I say Long Island automatically, so... So now what did you want to focus on? Uh, I guess monies because, uh, you know, I had gotten this uh, thing in my meditation that something was coming soon, so I'm hoping that it's money. I've been waiting patiently for something to fall on my lap. Oh, good. Well, I would like everyone on this call to immediately think positive thoughts about money. I want you all to see money expanding in all of our wallets, all of our bank accounts. I want to see every person who loves to serve the universe, who loves to have things happen for the good of the whole, I want to see every one of you have money expand limitlessly because there are so many things that need to be cared for in this world, and I know every one of you has a cause of some kind. So now let's look at you, now that I've had my two cents. (laughs) 
Let's see. So you're really, you're just saying, you're, you have a feeling that maybe something is coming in that's going to be a big bundle. That would be very yeah. nice. Uh, Pluto is a long way from making that happen. Saturn doesn't usually, but Saturn has the ability to make something happen and opening up a whole trine. You've got a, a grand trine getting ready to open up. Uh, it is not um, It is not there yet. You do have an interesting aspect where Jupiter opposes Jupiter and makes a sextile to Neptune, but um, I don't know that that's going to bring in a whole lot. Uh, where is Venus? Okay. Natal Venus. It's also 22 degrees. Okay, so Jupiter has to turn around when it makes the quincunx action to Venus. Venus rules your house of money. Your progressed Venus is at 10 degrees of Leo. Yeah, well, there was a nice opportunity there, but that's not there now. So let's go take a look. It's just coming up here. It's not too far away. It's this fall. So let's just go forward and see. Uh, once Jupiter, and here it is getting very close. It's um, when we get to October. It is within range. It's starting to get there. So here, here it is at 20 degrees, and here is a 21. So at 21 degrees, it makes a direct quincunx hit to your Venus, and it makes an opposition to Jupiter, and it makes a sextile to Neptune. So with the hard aspect like that, it is possible that you might have some kind of scratch-off lottery thing happen, it is a trine also to Pluto that calls for a major transformation. But, you know, I'm not a big better on lotteries. But nonetheless, <laughs> there is a little window in there. You might try a few, but I never recommend you do more than if God's going to give it to you, $1 will help you, okay? Exactly. <laughs> you're going to have to put and, a whole lot, okay? You got me? <laughs> I yeah, never recommend. October you're looking at, Michelle? October? October 19th. And uh, and let your intuition tell you because it can range from October a few days before and it could go even as far as, let me see here, 22, 30, till about October 26th. So okay. let yourself I have one on the lottery, out. though. I have won before. I won 10000 okay, well, 5000 well, 2000 yeah. <laughs> So, so you know, that's a period of time that has doorways. But then we're going to go forward to where the real um, big doorway opens, and that's when, uh, number one, Pluto, when it hits the 22 mark, but when we get uh, Jupiter on top of it, I think, is what your next time looking at it is. But even when it hits 22, it's in a quincunx to itself. Uh, but I'd I'd want to pull Jupiter in if it's going to be a biggie. Let's go here, and that is just a little too far. Give me just a second. I have got to get the upgrade in this thing because I don't get weeks in here. I only get I got to go from days to months, and that's not really what I want. But okay, so here we go. Twenty-four thirty-seven is a little past. Twenty-two sixteen applying. So next year, March 16th, all 
around March 16th, 2020 is another doorway of possibility. And then we're going to go into the following year where we have a huge thing. But this is a good doorway. I mean, you have a trine between Venus. Venus is your moneymaker and Jupiter coming through your house of gambling while it is also making a quincunx to Jupiter and a square to Neptune. It usually takes some hard aspects to win in a lottery situation. It also makes a quincunx to Pluto. You've got a whole bunch of things going on, all of them having to do with activation of money. So this is another time frame. Again, let your guidance hold you because I'm not breaking this down for you. When I get into actually doing people for gambling, I have been hired by people to do gambling, and if you have a chart for gambling, I work with you. But then we break it down to the minute, literally. So, wow, we we can't do that here, okay? That's amazing. That's amazing. (laughs) It takes time, yes. Gambling is a horse of a different color all the way around. And there are people who have gambler's charts. I don't mind working with them, um, but uh, most people do not have gambler's charts. And uh, and you've got to give me a minute here. I'm going forward is what I'm doing here. Um, here we go. Okay, so here we have the Grand Trine doorway open, and uh, and this is the beginning of the Grand Trine, which is March 17, 2021, and... Let's see here. We're going to get it through for a few days here until it gets to 2232 or so forth. So around March 27th, 28th, that's a doorway uh, that it could promise something really exciting. And that's in, oh, in 2021? 2021. Okay. The end of March 2021. Okay. Oh, good. So those are three doorways that are coming up for you. And and granted, those doorways, each one of them, if you track back 12 years, you can go take a look at what was happening in your life. Yeah, each of those, okay. Each of those doorways, to some degree, not completely, because Pluto was not involved 12 years ago. It's much more powerful with Pluto in, in, involved. But um, there, to some degree, Jupiter was in those positions. 12 years ago. See, now 12 years ago, I want a BMW. Well, there you go, sweetie. Yep. <laughs> Not surprising. <laughs> That's the thing about Jupiter. If you got the definition going, you know, you can track Jupiter going through a chart. You know, um, when we have people with gambler's charts, I have one I have one client uh, who I could trace every August. Every August she would win money, and I could give her the dates. And uh, she'd call me and say, I made 150000 today. And I'd like, oh, why don't I take a percentage? Why do I just let people? <laughs> why do I just work with people? I have no gambling in me. That's the problem. I don't know how to gamble. Anyway, I can read it. I don't do it, though. When I've done the research on it, the most I could put in the slot machine was a nickel at a time. When I came home and won like $355 and hadn't even used my two rolls of nickels, my brother jumped me. He could not believe I was not doing dollars. (laughs) Some of us just don't have gambler's blood. That's all there is to it. (laughs) Anyway, look, let us know if you win another BMW, good for you. Cool. Thank you so much. And if I get some money come in, I'll I'll uh, get a hold of you and we'll do the chart and that'd be fabulous. Thank you so much, Michelle. I appreciate this. 
all you're welcome to take yourself and know that everything I say to you is with goodwill. <laughs> I, yeah. I, know, I never have any expectations, I, and I would never put that on anyone. That's not what I do. No. Of course, yes. Thank you. Thank you now. Thanks, Barbara. Oh. I wish I had a gambler's chart. That would be cool. <laughs> oh, my God. There's, there's people out there who have them. I know. Oh, okay, so we've got, we've got Maddie here. You there, Maddie? I'm still here. Hi. Hi, Maddie. Hi. I'm what, Hi, I'm what, Barbara. What's your date of birth? Um, one seven forty five, uh, six fifty p.m. and uh, Cuthbert, Georgia. Okay, hang on a second. Six five zero p.m. and where in Georgia? C U T H B E R T Cuthbert. Cuthbert. I think I've heard of that. I don't know where it is in Georgia, though. Uh, it's below okay. Atlanta. <laughs> it's it's in Macon Atlanta. County? Uh, is it in Macon County? Uh, it's in Randolph County. Oh, got it. Uh-huh. Right. Got it now. Thank you. I'm glad I asked that question. Sometimes <laughs> I get a little messed up here, and i got to know for sure. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, I read the wrong chart. I don't want to do that. Let's not waste time reading the wrong chart and misleading you. I don't want to do that. Okay, so what do we want to look at? Uh, do you see me doing any traveling before the year is over? Oh, Lord, you yes. When Jupiter goes direct, you could certainly open up the doorway to go for a trip. No problemo. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be so let let I'll tell you when it goes direct. It's it's a little wild down the road here. I, as a matter of fact, <clears throat> hang on a second. I think I have it right here written down. So Jupiter will go direct on August the 11th. That's only at 14 Sag though, and I'm not sure at 14 Sag that that's going to do you what I'm looking for. So, but that's when it does go direct. For those of you who are curious, unlike me. Um. Okay, let's take it on. So here in October, there is an opportunity that could open up for a little worldliness. Now, Jupiter Jupiter also, um, actually, when it has to go past that 18-degree mark, so I wouldn't want you to travel till it was past that. So let me just tell you when to go. It actually has to be 20 degrees. There we go. So uh, don't do it before the 13th of October because there are too many challenges for you before the 13th of October. Okay? Okay. I'm going to remember that. Okay. Yes. And uh, let's see what else is going on because I don't, uh, I want to make sure that everything looks good. Pluto at that point in time is making a sextile to the travel house. That's a nice thing. Uh, Saturn is not doing anything uh, to keep you from traveling. No. And uh, and and Jupiter is in a pretty good position. There is a little friction, so you may be talking to somebody or you may be thinking, oh, maybe... You know, I don't know if I've got all the details straight. 
plan it out so that you don't let that stuff kind of get your brain crooked. You know what I mean? Um, let's see if there's... We also have Uranus traveling through your 10th house, so, you know, getting out and about is a good thing when Uranus is there. You get a little antsy. Uh, let's see, there's a sextile to Saturn, Uranus to Saturn during that time. So that kind of is safe. That does not allow you to... It gives you a certain sense of security, and you might find yourself traveling to somewhere that you have either been or wanted to go to. It's a place where there are older things, older structures. could be a place that uh, connected to your father or your family's or your father's family. So that looks like something you might want to do. So that is a good one, and uh, there will be another one, too, after that. Actually, I'm trying to think if there's actually one before that that I'm missing. Let me go back and just check. I just give me a second more here, because when I gave you that date, right, whatever that date was, I lost it in my brain. (laughs) So the next time after that will be after Jupiter goes into um, Capricorn, and that is a short window, but there is a window in there that would be probably cool. Um, When Jupiter is applying to your ninth house cusp and Neptune is closing in on that house, it's kind of cool. Because it could have you go somewhere where intuitively you are connected and you might find yourself saying, oh, I, if you want to get more into what you know or from past lives or empowerment or a more spiritual expedition, um, this one would probably fit that bill pretty well. So, yeah, that's, that is a period of time in 2020, late February. So okay. that's kind of that's kind of cool too. I mean, it, you're, it looks like your intuition might be just kind of lit up as far as uh, a place to go that would involve learning and might have to do with something spiritual, or you might have visions, or I don't know, maybe visit a haunted house. I don't know, but it's kind of cool. Okay. <laughs> crazy, crazy kind of connection. <laughs> wow. Oh, is it? Oh, that's kind of oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and, oh yeah. And of course. Jupiter's on your sun at that point in time, too. It's actually applying to your sun a little bit before that, and uh, I'll just take it to where it is. Here it is on the 17th. So so even you could even say February 14th, whatever, that's fine. Uh, it's it's good, good connection for you. And, uh, and it's also good for money. Uh, it looks like you'll have more money during that time for one reason or another. So you seem to have what you need to have a good time. Oh, fun. That's that's always a winner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that a lot. I like this one, February, or mid-February to, like, February 20th or something like that. So you say that Jupiter is moving into Capricorn in 2000, uh, 2020? Yeah, in 2020, Jupiter will be in Capricorn. It'll be conjoined your sun uh, right there in February. So that's exciting. Um, that's just you know, doorway for all kinds of things because 
The sun rules your house of money. It rules your house of yourself, how you feel about you, and it's in your house of the workplace and your house of health. And uh, and now uh, let me see if your son is under any hard aspect when you were born because uh, that is something to concern sometimes. It does not appear to be. So, And I'm looking to see if there are any progressed aspects that are hard to your son. And I don't see any. Which is good, because sometimes when Jupiter gets on top of something, even though it's on your sun, which is like usually great stuff, okay, super success stuff, expansion of success, expansion of income, those kinds of things, and in this house could be an expansion of health, if there was a hard aspect to your sun, which there is not, uh, it could increase or make something grow that is not good. Uh, so Jupiter has the ability to expand things, and we don't want it to expand anything that's not healthy. So exactly. I don't have it. Oh, so that's good that's, to know. Yeah, that's really important. It's the, you know when I look at people's charts and and I get in this house of health, I want to know that everything's going good. <laughs> you know, you were born with the sun in this house, which usually means you probably you probably are doing well. Uh, and if your Saturn is in good aspect. And let's see, Saturn, you were born with it at six cancer. The progressed is four cancer. And uh, it's got a wide orb to Venus. Venus is applying especially to the progressed, and that's a nice sign. Anytime we have Venus activating uh, the ruler of our house of health in a positive way, it protects the body. In the case of uh, Saturn and in, in Cancer, it's protecting your bones and the oxygen level uh, that activates uh, the nutrition through the stomach to the bones. That's the statement. So oh, wow. that's, a, that's a good thing to see that that is there. And uh, also, I mean, you have several things, but I also wanted to look um, your connection between Neptune. So there is uh, what we call a hard aspect between your Saturn and Neptune. You were born with that. The progressed has moved to five degrees, and it's still in a square. So what you have to watch out for with that, okay, uh, it's coming through your third house. Neptune is in Libra. So it's more how you think uh, and balance. And so I would tell you, you need to always um, – Pay attention when you're walking or when you're walking and talking to make sure your state of balance stays good because where you can, certainly if you were eating and walking and talking, eating, walking, and talking would not be a good combination for you. I don't think it's a good combination for anyone, by the way, but nonetheless, <laughs> right, I don't right. know anyone who goes to a Please fair and doesn't walk. walk and, uh, so, I know, I but, know. <laughs> right, uh-huh. <laughs> But nonetheless, uh, that combination, especially if there was a hard aspect from someone on the outside, um, w could could cause you to hurt yourself. And and the hurt could be uh, with Saturn and with the sun in this house. Not that they're in hard aspect because they're not. But the combination could cause you to maybe break a bone or break a tooth or uh, or hurt your back. Um, so those are things that you would want to be more cautious only. And, you know, if if it were my chart, I would probably, you know, be marking the dates if I see any real hard aspects coming up. 
I, I always pay attention to stuff like that because we need to minimize minimize anything that could happen to us. And, and you can astrologically minimize um, if you pay attention. So, but, I believe, uh, that, yes. Uh, yes. We don't have we don't have to have these bad experiences. <laughs> we have the ability right. to minimize them if we're aware. Uh, the only so one that we can't. So that is Neptune uh, Square and um, Saturn. Neptune Square and Square. That, that is that is my progress chart, and that is my nature chart, and that is uh, it's through both. life. It's both. Through life. Okay. So it's, uh-huh. it's always been there. The good news, of always, course, is yeah. Venus has also always been there to help you. So Venus is protecting you. When we have a chart where Venus protects and Venus is coming through the eighth house making this protection, uh, this is the kind of person who can have an accident or be in a car accident and they might bring in the jaws of life and they still come out and you go, wow, that person is whole and they were in that car? <laughs> oh, I, got I see what you were saying, yes. Venus has great ability yes. to protect and coming through the eighth house, the protection can take you right through a near-death experience. And so, you know, the near-death may be what everybody sees. It might not be something that you're actually experiencing. You see what I'm saying? Right. Mm-hmm. To say that if we aren't in a crunch car, we aren't terrified, we can be. But usually what happens is our angelic side or our divine side or the ancestors or the angels or whatever you want to call it uh, will usually uh, protect us to a point where we feel calm. And time just seems to slow down when we're in a situation like that, and and everything seems more calm. Uh, so it's really interesting how spirit works that way. Uh, if anybody here has been in an accident, you probably know what I'm talking about. <laughs> hmm. Wow. Wow. Well, I've been blessed. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Yeah, you're Michelle. welcome. Okay. I'm yes. sorry. That's <laughs> you have okay. A wonderful... Have a great Thanks trip. Thanks for calling, Maddie. I will. Thank you. October the 13th. Anytime after that time. I'm going to, thank you. Bye-bye. I want to win a Mercedes. Um, we got Stacy <laughs> on the line. Hi, Stacy. Hey, how are you ladies doing today? Doing Great. Well. How are you? I'm doing okay. <laughs> on my way to work. <laughs> so, what you- my birthday. Hmm? I'm sorry, Michelle. Go ahead. <laughs> what What's your date of birth? It's August twelfth, nineteen eighty nine. Okie dokie. And time? Time I was born at two thirty a.m. in the morning. Two thirty a.m. And where? Uh Long Island, New York. I I couldn't hear you. Long Island City. Long, yeah, Long Island, New York. City. I'm sorry, Long Island, New York. Yeah. Okie dokie. Let's go take a look. And what did you want to look at? Korea. Okay. Take a look. So you have Pisces at the Midheaven. You have uh, all the water signs on your house cusps of work, work house cusps. Money and uh, money is ruled by uh, the moon and workplace is ruled by uh, Pluto and Mars and uh, your career, house of career, is ruled by uh, Jupiter and Neptune. So 
let's take a look and see who is being activated and in what ways. You want to know about perhaps career expanding or uh, a better job or more money. A or better jo- A better job. Okie dokie. So uh, you were born with uh, Jupiter at two degrees of Cancer. Um, and you were born with Saturn opposing it, kind of a wide orb, but it's kind of still there. It's still a wide orb, though, so I, you know, there are times where you have a balancing act there, and it could be a bit of a struggle, and you might feel like uh, people who in posi- are in positions of authority might be people you struggle with. Um, but uh, Jupiter will move to uh, activate that midheaven not right away. Uh, right now, it is not doing anything for you. Uh, ah. It, it is. Uh, going to, when it turns around and goes direct, is going to activate your north node, and your north node could um, be pushed because of that activation. North node tells us what what did we come here to do in this lifetime, what's our reason as soul, what's soul's reason for us being in a physical body. And you have it in the ninth house, you have it in Aquarius, and uh, the statement's could be a lot of things in that house. It's an enormous house, but overall, it's a statement of um, bringing fairness and conversation for fairness or cooperation uh, to the world. It could be through publishing or uh, the internet or blogs or um, or travel. Even it's very interesting. It could even be travel. But uh, there's some. It could also be through legal legal work. There's a whole lot of statements there. Jupiter will activate the North Node later this year. And let me just tell you when. And so here, it's going to probably be December. It's actually November. It's the end of November. So uh, it will activate it. Here we go. That's 27, 26. Okay, it will be a direct hit right around twelfth of De- of November, and so it's active in two degrees before. So around November, from November second to November twelfth, it is active, and that means that there will be some kind of opportunity that might open up for you. Uh, okay. And actually, before that, look at this. This is so cool. Hang on, gotta go back a few more days. Uh, you've got activation taking place to your son. That is exciting. That's something worth talking about. So let's go all the way back. And here we have this beautiful sextal to the sun where we're applying a trine to the north node and a sextal to the, I mean, and a, and a sextal to the south node. So it's coming through your house of contracts and communication and through the workplace. And uh, so I don't know what kind of work they're doing. I mean, with Pisces at the Midheaven, it could be something behind the scenes. And uh, with Leo and, and, and Cancer on the other cusps, it could be something that is has to do with nurturing or has to do with nutrition, can have to do with health, can have to do with uh, medical stuff, could have to do... Oh, man, I could go on. There's quite a few things, but Uh it could even have to do with radio. So, I mean, even that is a possible combination. But this 
uh, wonderful uh, sextile between Jupiter and your son uh, offers an opportunity for some form of contract in terms of workplace or communication that comes in uh, regarding the workplace that may help you move in the direction or open the doorway for the direction you want to achieve as soul, that you came here to achieve soul. And when we look at mm-hmm. a step that, this is almost exact. The day before actually is exact, and that's September, say September 22nd of this year, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, almost exact with Eris in your chart. So it may be a career that also enhances women and helps you expand the possibilities for women uh in the workplace or in terms of their careers. So it's pretty exciting. I don't know what you do, but a lot of excitement in this combination oh. for me. Okay. So, yeah. That sounds awesome. That sounds really good. And yeah, you know, it does. Yeah. So what, do you, what do you do? What I do I'm I sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to talk over you. I work in customer service overnight. You work so, in customer service? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not catching everything you're saying. It's kind of breaking up. Okay. Yeah, I work in customer service overnight. Uh, oh, wait. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, so you, you, that, mean, that, that, that fits everything I've said. So. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah it, and I wanted to point out to you, yes, I'm going to be taking public speaking classes throughout the next year. I'm going to give myself a challenge. Great, because that's very aligned with what your North Node is about. It's yeah. getting out there and being heard. Yes. yes. Creating conversation. Uh, activating cooperation. Activating cooperation between people through conversation. It's a statement of dialogue. And dialogue on an international level. That's why the Internet seems to come into play here, but it could be also publishing. Uh, any way you get the word out, it's not in a small room. It's an expanded room, and it could be uh, have some elements teaching as well. So, yeah. yeah, go for it. I think you're going right down the right zone. And, you know, even with Pisces at the Midheaven saying you're in the background, you can still be in the background if you're doing a blog or you're doing a podcast or you're doing even, even a radio show. Uh, we're in the background. We're not out there in in the face of everybody. Oh, that so. sounds pretty good. All right, that sounds excellent. Yeah, and it, it, for you it could be a radio show too, so don't 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 throw any of that away. This day and age there's okay. so many possibilities. Yes, there what? is. I think yes. I was I always tell people you're in the social media world today, so things you have to kinda of like do yourself and <laughs> meet people halfway. Yeah, yeah, well don't be afraid to look for help. I mean, with this act, action with the the ninth house, that's the house also where we we have the ability to learn things. So you go, look look for ways to learn. You can learn through uh, YouTube channels. You can also learn through wherever you live. There can be community uh, community services that can actually help. I know we live in a little tiny town here uh, compared to what most of the people who are listening are probably listening from. Our town has, what, 24,000 people, and uh, and we still have, I mean, we have a business center downtown where I could go down there tomorrow, and they will they will teach me how to do some of this social media stuff. So, oh, okay. you know, 
Yeah, don't be afraid to go out and look around because Jupiter is all about learning and expanding knowledge and expanding your abilities and then offering you uh, the doorway for what your next step is. Ooh, that sounds awesome. I love it. Sounds really good. (laughs) Yeah. Well, cool. Go for it. The following year, right about the same time, the following year, which would be 2020, the fall of 2020, it's going to make a trine to your progressed part of fortune in your house of uh, career. So some doorway is going to open up to give you something that you really want. Go for it. Okay. That sounds excellent. I'm going to do so. Okay. Uh, you take thank care you and William. thanks for calling. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. <clears throat> wow. Are you out of breath yet? <laughs> No, it's amazing how long I can talk. <laughs> it amazes me sometimes. You know, I get I gave a, a talk down for NCGR down in Ashland some years ago, and it was a it was like a two and a half hour or three hour I can't remember talk. Yeah, it was about three hours, and we were supposed to break it an hour and a half. And I finally reached a point where I I asked the monitor, I says, "Aren't we supposed to take a break?" And she looked at her watch, and you know, no one in the class had moved. And uh, she looked at her watch and she said, you know, we only have five minutes left. (laughs) I thought, oh, my God, nobody even got up and said, could we get a break? (laughs) Well, you know, I think that that goes right into something you said, you know, often, that if, if we're working with what we are joyful at doing, we're never working at all. And I, I think, you know, with you and, and with me, this is yeah. this is we're following our bliss, and if you follow your bliss, um, it energizes yeah. you in strange yeah. and amazing it's, ways, and, and it's in, it's inspirational and it's insightful and it's exciting. And it doesn't mean that you you have to quit your day to day job. It means you can follow your bliss in your spare time. You don't have to you know walk away from, you know, feeding yourself or buying your medicine or underwear or anything like that. You can you, you can have a full time you have you can have a mundane job so long as you're following your bliss in some aspect of your life and that's that's what energizes you. I for a long time I taught school um for twenty five years, but in my spare time, in my week on my weekends, in the evenings when I did have time, I was doing this work. And it's it's what kept me going, and it's what's carried me through a lot of very difficult times in my life. So, do understand that 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 you know following your bliss is something that you can do in spite of everything else, instead of instead of. Yeah, absolutely. That is absolutely true. I'm just one I wanted, of those lucky. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the lucky people who've always followed my bliss. Very rarely have I done anything but that. (laughs) You are very lucky. but And we're very lucky that you you spend time with us because, you know, it is – I always learn something from you, and and I always, you know, am am taking notes so that I can, you know, fill in and fill out other things that that needed a little bit of extra and and whatever I get astrologically from you that I actually comprehend totally – um, I do use, and I think everybody is that way, you know, like like this hard aspect to to understand if somebody is, is a liar or lies. I mean, that's an important thing, and um, 
you know, if if I were dating, I would constantly be, you know, throwing charts together and saying, okay, let's see if this person is going to lie, because that's not a quality I want in my life. So, right. you know, you do give us hints every time, and and I want to thank you again. You you are so generous with your time and your effort. I I just I I am so grateful that you do spend every Monday first Monday of every month with us. Oh, I'm honored. I'm always honored. I I love to be able to. You know, I wish I could just mind meld for anyone's needs. If I could do that, I'd just do it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I say, yeah, pick my brain. I I was at at the congregation the other day and Sunday, and and a woman came up to me and she said, I want to ask you these questions. And I said, Cool, here's my brain. Just pick it. You know, um, that's, yeah, I I believe we're, we're here for each other. You know, and uh, we we are. And, but, if we did, if we, if I did win the lottery, I would be doing yeah. what I do, you know, because yeah. I love what I do and I love the ability to be able to help others. So, me too. But Blog Talk is going to shut us off any second now. So, <laughs> thank you again. Not even did. <laughs>